Well, if you know anything about us here at Stay Forth, you know that we are passionate about helping leaders to get healthy and reach more impact. In fact, everything we do centers around that mission. We want to help leaders to find sustainable impact. And guys, it breaks our hearts when there's a moral failure, we hear about a burnout of a leader, and we want to prevent more leaders from a crash or from a burnout situation. And our coaching helps leaders to clarify. Our experiences help leaders to replenish as they get away from some of the grind and the everyday and really clarify their next season. Guys, we want to invite you to help us. But before we do that, we just want to say thanks to some of the families that have come alongside of us. Now, you know who you guys are, but we want to say thanks to these couples, Josh and Jacqueline, Dave and Debbie, Brad and Kelly, Ed and Mary Lou, Casey and Amy, Dan and Lauren. Thank you guys so much. These folks are supporting us so that we can help support more at-risk leaders. Now, if you're interested in coming alongside of us, we invite you to help us so that we can help more. We want to grow our scholarship fund so we can provide more coaching to help leaders clarify and more experiences to help leaders replenish. We're doing what we can, but we want to be able to scholarship more and more leaders so that money isn't a barrier for those folks who want to get involved and who want us to be able to serve them and support them through the season. So you can go to storehouse.world, that's storehouse.world, and think somewhere between Kickstarter and Patreon for Kingdom Leaders, incredible new platform. And for as little as $10 a month, you can help build the scholarship fund. So not only do things like this podcast continue to go out, but we can scholarship more at-risk leaders to help them clarify through coaching, replenish their experiences so they can get healthy and reach sustainable impact. Guys, it is possible to live and lead healthy for the long haul without losing our soul. And we just want to remind you that we're seeing incredible life transformation. And would you help us to be able to serve more leaders in 2021? Well, friends, welcome back to the podcast. And this summer we're going off the grid a little bit, certainly out of the the norm for us. And I'm literally sitting underneath some beautiful trees, looking out at a gorgeous, huge lake at pretty much the northernmost tip of Minnesota, looking over into Canada the last few days. Been on a fishing trip and experience with an incredible organization called Fellowship Adventures. It's been a blast. Been in some fishing. And I've got some close friends here. I'm going to let these guys introduce themselves. But we're going to talk about experiences today. And I thought, what better place than actually while we're on one? And so it's uh, been fun to relax, to laugh with you guys, to eat well um, this week. So just give us a little bit of intro to who you are, uh, where you're from, your role, and a little bit of what you experienced this week. Sure. I'm Chris Gepner, and I'm the lead pastor at Riverbank Church. And we have locations in White River Junction, Vermont, and Claremont, New Hampshire. And man, up here in uh, the north woods of Minnesota, fishing has been interesting. <laughs> and uh, honestly, it's just been cool hanging out with you guys, uh, with you, Alan, being able just to chill. The funny thing is, is you and I know each other, but we've never in person met each other. What a uh, sign of COVID post uh, after we what we talk about after covid so yeah that's that's me and if i can paint a picture for the podcast listeners <laughs> looking at you two meet there is like a separated upper thing going on <laughs> yes <laughs> two good looking guys the right rugged here. stubble 
the gleaming dome and the on-point camouflage. You guys are on point. Camo's the new black. <laughs> I receive it. I receive it. My name is Tim Lucas. I serve as a pastor at Liquid Church in New Jersey. And I have to say, Minnesota is not like New Jersey. Mm. We don't have this many muskies and bald eagles and baby beavers. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell the story. Come that on. you know. So last night we're sitting in the circle of fire, a fire pit with other pastors, and uh, and there's some shrieking from the swamplands. <laughs> and one of them, from is he from Iowa? Is mm -hmm. Troy from Iowa? Mm -hmm. He went into the swamp because he saw a furry mammal <laughs> lurking. <laughs> pulls it out if you can imagine an oversized hamster holding it like it's a like the jungle like the lion king and it's a baby beaver i've never seen that before little tail little leather tail and i'm like you can get your fingers gnawed off but apparently they're very very uh cuddly so we all had a chance mm -hmm. to handle it send it back to its mother who will certainly reject it uh, <laughs> according to them no 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 right he, he said no he said oh, yeah, no, no it wouldn't but it was it was an amazing experience. When when you came out, nature is God's sanctuary, mm -hmm. and I have to say, I sometimes feel closer to Jesus in the woods than in church. Can I say that on this podcast? You can, <laughs> and you just did. Facts. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's There's not a true. lot of distractions. It's so. I think that's the thing is, we're yeah. as pastors, we just have a lot going on. There's it's like layers of things going on, and they can become distractions. There's no distractions out here. Yeah. It's just, it's exhilarating. Yeah. And it strips it back. You know, I think so So many times ministry leaders are so intently trying to craft an experience mm. and just recognizing there are, yes, programming elements. But at the end of the day, like, you want to manufacture those. Sometimes there's just something spectacularly transcendent about mm. nature. And some un unpredictable parts that I think we need, right? Yeah. Like the, the beaver yeah. thing. We yeah. didn't expect that. Yeah, that's something that in an experience, the memory now, like that's the yeah. pictures. We got to put a picture on on your Instagram. We've got to put a picture as on long your as Instagram it's legal. now. As long as it's legal. Yeah, we can blur faces out. <laughs> if it's illegal, you're not hearing this. It, it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. We will protect the innocent marsupials. Um, I think just the I think about the power of moments and, you know, some of the slowness. I mean, sunsets here about 1020. And I mean, we laughed hard until late last night. The, and those are the moments. I mean, just the, the holy laughter that always comes out at these moments. If you think about it too, I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere. Power's run off a generator. And I mean, we did, we did well fishing wise, but we say, oh, this is a fishing trip. Well, we're, we're here to connect. You know, it's really, it's, uh, it's an eating trip. It's a connecting trip. We happen to do some fishing during the days. Can I speak to the fishing thing? Yes. I really didn't do well. <laughs> I did exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do well. You know, it is funny. I, I saw this great quote where some, it said, some men go their whole lives believing the point of fishing is to go home with a fish. That'll preach right there. I think we should just end the podcast. Right? But That's it speaks it. to the shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder yeah. fellowship that happens when there's this unstructured time Yep. Nothing is happening, and yet you are teasing hope. Perhaps this next cast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perhaps this next one. So good. And you bring it back, and it's yep. just more seaweed. <laughs> it's yes. a metaphor for ministry. 
Oh, man. This will preach, as they say. I think that, you know, we talk about Batterson's quote quite a bit, change of pace plus change of place equals change of perspective. And we're a long way away, but, man, it's a, like, it's a moment when you just get to be in a boat. Like, it's just it's so relaxing. Morning, the morning commute for me, you got a cup of coffee, and we're just heading out to this fishing spot, you know, it's, and it's just like wind in my beard. And those are the moments. And, uh, and obviously some mentorship with Wes Stafford, who's just an incredible leader, was, was something that was helpful for me. Um, but meals, I mean, meals, we're so far away from anywhere where we should be eating these ridiculously good meals. Um, and those are always special times, uh, you know, just digging in and just the, the conversations till late. So those are, those are some of the things I will never forget about this week. And it's been so good to be with you guys. See you guys in person, get out of the busyness, not see you 30 or 90 minutes at a time, or let's set up a meeting to fight for that normally. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Good to see you guys in, in person. Actually. Yeah, you know, um, talking about the experience, is even though I didn't catch any fish, I, there's something about that. I fish horribly, I guess, because everybody else is catching you fish. fish. I caught some, but I didn't catch the good ones, you know what I'm saying? But you know what I did catch? I catch the sides. I caught a lot of salad, man. You know what I'm saying? I did. I caught all the greenery. Yeah, and I'll never forget it. Give yourself some credit. No, it really, for me, now I'm looking at it, it really isn't about the fishing. It's yes. about the community. Yeah. It really is. And being able to hang out uh, with you guys has been really, really great. And um, we're talking about experiences. I think um, there's something about, it's like the after the fishing. Up on top of the, uh, the houseboat, because we're on houseboats epic houseboats <laughs> but up on top of the houseboats just talking yeah. laughing yeah getting to know people that you would never there's some guys here from like we were talking about I, iowa like i've never i've never been to iowa i thought it's a flyover country but it's cool talk to people like god is doing a work in iowa yeah just like he's doing a work in new jersey yeah. he's doing a work in vermont, vermont new hampshire yeah. uh in colorado he's doing a work in iowa and that's just kind of for me it kind of gets me out of my little yeah kind of echo chamber that, that, that I, I'm a part of and to be able to hear what God <sighs> is doing so in other parts. I need to laugh more. Mm. Last night, I laughed. You, you know when you laugh so hard, your like, chest hurts a little bit and your eyeball? Good. I ruptured something. I, I was laughed. laughing so hard. So good. Because most pastors at their core are tools. <laughs> Just, it struck me. They really are. Like, there's no, you know, pastors, I think people look at them as, you know, very serious and they're, theologians and reflectors of the but the, the reality is they you spend a better. lot of time with just real life people mm -hmm. and they actually are very salt of the earth mm -hmm. they love people and they actually know where people live mm -hmm. what it smells like what it looks like in real life yep. and that's where we live and i think there's um you know when i see like the rash of ministry failures you wonder like i wonder how much time was just sent spent in the single-minded pursuit of more yep. growth more platform yep. more impact more so, Alan, you've been a mentor to me in the power of experiences. And not just so I can collect it and put in my bag of, hey, we caught walleye and pike in, in Minnesota. But they slow you down. Mm -hmm. And so for a driven, a visionary type, Chris, you're, I'm sure, an Enneagram 3. I'm you a got, 7. You're a 7? I'm a 7 party man. <laughs> that's why we get along right? uh, if, if you didn't that's, hear that this is two sevens uh right here we've got a three you're a seven two over there yeah yeah wow. that's why i'm like can i party with you too <laughs> i'm a seven wing eight and, are you really and we don't mm -hmm. and we don't blame you on that no it's wonderful no, it's so 
yes, laughs, the, the holy laughter, at times inappropriate, but so needed. <laughs> I just think <laughs> leaders don't laugh enough. I mean, that's a, that's a little thing. So another thing. Hey, can I nerd out on the laughter thing a minute? Yeah. Oh, you get it. Because I, I, this is always just like I grab this, I put it in my journal. I haven't really preached on it, but there's. Um, I'm trying to think who it was. It was. Um, it's going to escape me. One of the early church fathers. He had this concept called the perichoresis. You ever hear this one? Mm-hmm. So the Trinity: Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And he said they exist, that eternal union in a perichoresis, peri circle. Caresses chorus. Have you ever been to like a Greek wedding mm-hmm. or, or Jewish wedding mm-hmm. where they put their arms on each other, mm-hmm. yep. shoulders, and they dance around oh. in a circle? Mm. And he said, this is the daily reality of God. The Father, mm. Son, the Holy Spirit dancing around a circle dance of love. Mm. And then he went on to say, understand, we were born from the laughter of the Trinity. Wow. That awesome? Dang! And here I thought we weren't going to get a sermon. Tim. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't us. help myself. I've been holding on you, to that and thinking about that, well, noodling on that. That's good. And I'm like, yes, laughing is good. We were born out of laughter, the overflow, yeah, a so fellowship good. of intimacy, of adventure. Yep. This is who our our God is, and and yeah. when we do that, we're we're most like Him. Wow. So we've been running hard in this season. We've been serving a lot of people. I would say that is normal. And yet that's been turned up to 11 in this season. It has. We're serving. There's always another meeting, another need. Um, what's it been like for you guys for a few days to receive? Hmm. Well, I think, you know what I've received the most? <clears throat> well, you just talked about laughter, like stories, being able to even think about my own life a little bit because I think we're so busy thinking about others and we're always moving forward. Yeah. You forget about your story a little bit in the past. The, I shared a, a, a shameful story of egging someone. <laughs> it was extraordinarily shameful. It's so shameful. Um, definitely more shameful than your Caps story. Mostly confession. Bro, yeah. when you shared that, I, I was laughing. I was almost sliding off my chair because I could see you yeah. as a 17-year-old boy in Florida. Oh, yeah. And it making so much little sense. little mini mullet going on. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's re- it, it restores your soul a little bit. Yeah, it does. You know, uh, slowing down. It's funny. Timing. Here's, here's something about experiences. I would say this because the nature of who we are, what we do, and our, you know, our spiritual identity, God's providential. And so he knows uh, what we need at the right time. And so an experience for me, this experience has been very timely because of the things I've been going through yeah. in my own life. Like, let's face it, yeah. you're talking about pastors. Like, we're real people. We have Thanks. life stuff going on, junk that, you know, I don't have I don't have a lot of people to share that with. Yes. I've invited a lot. I have invited people. Yeah. But having a, an, a, a, an experience, a getaway experience, where you're able to just kind of unplug uh, from social media, unplug from the grind of the day-to-day, and really kind of plug into relationships, new relationships, uh, developing relationships. It's exhilarating, and it, uh, it was timely. And it tells you that um, God will provide those experiences for you. I, I love that you have a heart for that, Alan. And, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people will be, um, there's going to be providential experiences for people waiting in the future. Yes. Yeah, like I said that you were a mentor to me 
and the value of experiences. Again, not collecting that just so like, hey, got some good pictures for Instagram about, you know, yep. walleye fishing. But it slows you down. And um, the cut and thrust of Western Christianity, where it's always about productivity and the next service, event, et cetera, that kind of thing. Um, I'll give you something interesting happened to me on the houseboat. So, as Chris said, we're sailing these uh, boatels. They're incredible. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. It's it, For your listeners, it's like a floating um, cargo container, but then appointed in these incredibly premium yet rustic modern cabin party deck on top party deck on top beautifully trimmed floating on pontoons it's incredible (laughs) and uh and then we're out here at the end of the the northernmost tip of uh america into canada and so you're at the ends of the earth kind of thing and for the last two weeks in my devotional life i have not been reading for what the lord needs to say to tim Mm. i've been reading for what the lord needs to say to liquid church Mm. So I'm reading through Nehemiah, but it's with an objective. It's, it's use, allow, you know, I got to use the word, what are they going to say to the people? And over the, la- <laughs> over the last uh, two days, um, I just found myself like, I'm going to read through the epistles, First and Second Peter, First, Third, Third John, mm-hmm. just for the Lord to speak to me. Mm-hmm. And I was reading Second John like y- yesterday morning, just because we're out in the woods. Yes. Receive. Like, I'm like, I need to receive the Lord's yeah. love. I don't have to preach about people being child of God. I'm a child of yeah, God. Yeah, right. I need right. my heart sprinkled yes, by God's, the blood of Jesus. God oh, speaks Lord. through you guys a ton, but yeah. it ain't wasted when he just speaks to you. Like, I just started crying. Wow. And I don't trust pastors who don't cry and who don't laugh mm. in their private relationship with the Lord. Wow. Mm. Like, what are you going to so say good. to people? There's so many things you can say and teach and... Mm. But if the Lord hasn't struck my heart, mm. well, and where, where's that well. coming from? Dry well. Wow. Mm. And so that's the power of experiences, Alan. Mm. You taught me that. Mm. Slow down. It's not indulgence. Mm. Caring for your own heart, your own soul. Mm. We're all returning to the Father. <laughs> we have a role to play for a very short time. Mm. So good. But Lord, help me not to lose that touch with, I need grace. Mm. I need to experience the Father's love mm. and, and, and fellowship. Mm. Something you say each morning of our time here, as I just spill my drink on me, real talk. <laughs> and this is so true, taste and see. Yes. yes. Taste and yes. see. That's a great... Mm. <laughs> that's a Briggsism. Come on. That's what this... That's actually, what in, actually, in Scripture, I just borrowed right. it. But. Taste and see. <laughs> but it's true. Days. Like, every morning, uh, just so our, our listeners know, I want you to picture, mind's eye, Alan handing you a cup of coffee from his pour-over. This is not Keurig coffee. That's right. This, this, is, is, this isn't Keurig. This is pour-over. This over. is switchback curated from the Tanzania yeah, mills. Yeah, each... Well, each... <laughs> Each day, a different country coffee. And he hands it to you almost in, I, I envision it like Nehemiah handing it to King Artaxerxes. Come on, come on. He's like, taste and see. Taste and see. I'm like, thank you, brother, as I pour coffee mate caramel macchiato cream come on, to come destroy on. it. <laughs> and you can see Alan, Alan get a twitch, a little side twitch. slightly offended, but part of him dies. you're learning to receive, Tim. <laughs> but the taste and see, let me just say that, that is yeah. an experience. Yeah. Taste, we're actually yeah. taste and see, we're experiencing. Mm. And um, for me, I will go home 
and say, I, I was tasting, I was seeing that the Lord is good. Yes. Because sometimes we're in the hustle and the bustle. We don't taste and see enough. I think the American church is not taste and see. It's teach and tell. Yeah. Teach that the Lord is good and tell others about that. But it's not experiential. Mm. It's informational. Yeah. Taste and see. Yeah. There's nothing more experiential, mm. right? It's like being yeah. at a good sushi bar and they, the chef's like, this is new. Taste, taste and see. See mm. what you think. Yeah. Um, I hear too much preaching nowadays that is secondhand. I've mm. heard that, mm. and you should, but let me tell you my personal life, it goes back 15 years. No, you tell me this morning. Mm. What did you taste out of the Lord mm. and see in your own life? Yeah, what's God up to? What's, what are the fresh tracks right now in your life? Like half Fresh thoughts. tracks. Doesn't have to be three points. We're joking about three point sermons a lot here. Like, doesn't have to rhyme. Doesn't have to be socially <laughs> social media branded. Like, just mm. I don't know. Here's the thing I'm I'm wrestling with right now. Here's the moment right now. Here's the hard conversation right now. We were just a couple minutes ago. Like, man, this was a, a hard thing I just experienced. Or this is frustrating. Like, that's real. That's good. We need that. Um, oh man, it's it's so good. We can't bottle this. But if you're hearing that, like there's holy laughter happening in the background here. I love getting interrupted by laughter. Um, but I, I wonder for you guys, just give us a couple of things that replenish you. A lot of leaders need replenishment. And so simple things, big things, besides my cups of coffee, okay? Yeah. Other things that replenish you. And, uh, and then I just want to leave by uh, giving an, uh, an invitation for others to taste and see this summer. Because I think this is a really key time so what are a couple things chris that replenish you man sure um so personally um what replenishes me is really uh in the summertime getting away with my family and going to maine can i get an amen there tim maine lobster yeah i love maine i uh, we live in vermont it's beautiful mountains everywhere but in my soul i'm an ocean boy And uh, we get down to we get down to the main coast, and that replenishes me. I've already yeah. done it once. We're gonna do it a few more times. We camp as a family. That really replenishes me. Can I just say, this, give permission? This I love that you do this all the time. You give you say, I want to give you permission. Yeah. So I want to give your listeners permission. If you're in ministry, you're running, you're grinding. I want to give you permission to take significant time off and do something that you love with your family and for us we go camping we love doing that it's like family time and it replenishes my soul so good. give your soul time to catch up yeah with your body and your mm-hmm. ambition for me this is going to sound weird because i was thinking about you know what replenishes me and there's certainly the physical environment i love like you if i can get as quick as i can get on the water mm-hmm. watch a sunset connect with nature. I used to look at that stuff as more like, oh, I like nature. I love it. I need it. The deeper we get into ministry, that is, I don't want to say manufactured because it's not manufactured, but there's a level of programming and planning Mm -hmm. that can turn you into less than spontaneous. Let's put it that way, right? Ministry machine work. Yeah. Like, like it's no offense. You don't have to be shameful. We don't have to degrade, but there is a level of planning and organization and Mm -hmm. emails that is soul sucking. Yeah, and the chance to quickly get into nature and be together with other brothers and laugh, um, yeah. super replenishing to me. But I'm going to add to that, it's not just being in nature. I, even just this week, Alan, being in the presence of older men. Mm. Yes. That is replenishing to me. Yes. Two, two specifically here, who even today 
gave me gold that I cannot get at any conference. Today on a boat ride this morning. Yes. Winning. We're sitting on it, you and I. We just spent six hours on a pontoon with Wes Stafford, who is uh, President Emeritus. Can you count on your hands the number of men who you can say have not finished well, they are flourishing well in their 70s? I can't. I crave that. I want to see those role models for me because I, I read about all the ones that flame out. And if, if you don't see it, you don't believe it's possible. Like the power you, of one. Yes. And he's not like, oh, cool, I earned retirement. No. Now I get to reinvest in the next generations. For him to talk about the challenges he's faced, how he stayed faithful in that, how he balanced pouring into his girls while leading a global organization, I'm like, like I'm not just taking notes. Mm. Like, here are some insights, and there were leadership gold that he spun. Mm. But I feel like something transfers. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is that because. too mystical, Chris? Mm -hmm. I feel like there's something that happens. It's like when a father and a son play catch. Like, mm -hmm. there's more than going on than a baseball going back and forth. Yep. There, there's like a transfer yep. there. And there, I, even though I, <laughs> I turned 50 this year, I used to be a young Ooh. guy. I still need to be a spiritual son to somebody. Yep. That's the good. man who does not have an older man to admire him is impoverished. And so for being out to be with some older men who are finishing well, flourishing well, loving Jesus, yeah. and you can see it, it exudes out of them, yep. that, just, that just fills me with life. And I'm like, it's possible. It's mm -hmm. possible. Yeah, you know, that is so true. Um, I think one of the temptations of many church leaders is to look behind them a little bit and see what the newest latest is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I got to catch up with that. Yeah. And I love what you just said, like find some older men that have finished or are finishing well. Man, that might be my biggest COVID um, growth point. Gordon McDonald oh, yeah. has been an For you. amazing yeah. mentor to me through uh, COVID. It was yeah. just a God random thing. I didn't seek it out. It was a God yeah. And uh, now he's become this like kind of father in the ministry to me. Yes. And I know you have had similar experience. Yeah. And um, even just being around Wes this week, I have, I have like a little, my notes app and I'm like, Taking a little West staff. I that. did too. You I did too. We have to trade them. Right? And it's gold because he's gold. just yeah. so wise. Yes. It's wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. And integrity. Integrity over the long haul. Like when you can see a man or, again, woman. I, I have female mentors mm -hmm. who they have, they're not finished. <laughs> they're yeah. like, I'm pouring the rest of the years that I have into you and other leaders. I'm yeah. like, that's what I want to be. I don't want to ever retire. It has nothing to do with a title yeah. or a formal role on a staff. Yeah. But, man, I want to keep part of that circle dance. Yes. Born out of the laughter of the Trinity. And can I invite others into that, that circle? That's so good. And what I love is that we plan this for, I don't know, 10 seconds and then just talk. <laughs> like You're just hearing a conversation. Again, I yeah. wish you could, guys could be in the woods with us, but um, Chris's permission to take significant time off. Do not miss that. Yeah. I believe this summer is a key window. We've been pushing hard for a long time. Let me remind you, we're always more tired than we think, and our bodies need to catch up first. And then eventually, like you say, Tim, let your soul catch up. Uh, how are you going to have a rested soul if your body is threadbare, if your mind is still running and racing, your adrenaline's pumping? Permission to take significant time off.
blame it on me. Have your elders email me. Let's have a conversation <laughs> because I think so many times we have these yeah. barriers and that, well, we could never and I could never. There is never an easier time than right now. It is going to get more challenging in the fall. Yeah. And you are going to think, no, I'm okay. I'm going to push through. A lot of you pushed through last year. Um, and I believe you've been faithful. So many of you have done that in faithfulness. However, faithfulness pushed too far can easily be foolishness. And mm-hmm. let's not be foolish this Good summer. Word. I want to steward that. So, Tim, any other permissions you leave listeners with? I'm, I'm writing that down. I think a lot of church leaders mistake faithfulness, but it's actually foolishness. I, I did that for the first seven years of my ministry. Just drop the shoulder, bigger, better, faster, more. If I can't get it all done, just get up earlier. Stay up later. Mm-hmm. There's a proverb about that. <laughs> I think somewhere I can. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna butcher it. <laughs> but it's like you know, the fool says in his heart, "I will get up earlier and work harder. I will stay up later." And yet you do not. You accomplish nothing. Yep. And that's that's the the depleted leader, mm. right? Who's just running faster on the, the hamster wheel, mm. and we and, and we lose our humanity. Mm. And what people need, I think, out of the pandemic is more humanity. Wow, that's so good, man. So. I think it's a beautiful end as we talk about humanity and and this circle dance. I feel very human as I have smoke from a fire coming off of me, (laughs) right? As I catch a fish or more likely one gets off my line. I just feel very human, right? When I'm, you know, with guys cracking up, uh, eating a meal, we've, we've met our needs this week and we've received this week. That makes me uncomfortable Mm. and a little bit twitchy, especially as one who leads experiences. I know what goes into a nice meal. I know that this stuff doesn't happen on accident. Um, and I think with experiences and replenishment, I think if we cannot receive, we don't believe we're worthy of receiving the love of God, time off. Sabbath is a gift. Sabbatical is a gift, but we got to unwrap it. And otherwise it just sits there. Uh, and so I don't believe there's been a better time to have a conversation with your wife, your husband, your team, your friends. I just want to leave us with this, that leaders need friends. Pastors need friends. Nonprofit leaders need friends. We need friends to sit here. And we didn't have too many strategic conversations this week. A couple. Yeah. Checking out on, you know, church or what's coming up here. But more than that, it's just getting to know each other. And so I'm grateful yeah. to call you guys friends. Yeah. Grateful to have some new friends older friends, and then to see <laughs> Wes, to see yeah. Jeff extend the hand of friendship to us, yes. not just as guys that they want to teach, but yeah. true friendship. How can I serve you? And yeah. I just want to invite you back into friendship. Maybe we've forgotten about that. We're not machines. We are humans, and we need to receive. Amen. The Good. space, Amen. the friendship, the relationships, the reconnection, and we have been through more than we think. We are more tired than we think. And so sort of with the chirping of tree frogs and bugs and whatever else you can maybe hear in the background, but the laughing of dudes, it's been so good. My friends, this summer, I want to invite you and give you permission to taste and see that the Lord is indeed good. Amen. Shine, shine, we ain't focused so long.